seven, one, five. Three, nine, Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast, episode 95, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. Uh, Tonad, checking in for episode 95. Is it? I don't know. I, you just seemed uncertain, so I, 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 I perceptively picked up on that. Okay, you can do it, because uh, by do it I mean like we usually do. You check in the background while I'm talking. Yeah, isn't it funny like we get to the point where we're like good to go and you're like, oh wait, what, what was this again? What, what, what are we doing? I think it's 95 because I have to set up the project file before we hit record. 95. Yeah, nice. Um, I hear you've got something massive in the works for episode 100. I'm really looking forward don't to that. Don't talk about it just yet because don't want to spoil anything, but yeah. uh, we're not far away from it. We are not. Well, depending on how we go because we've yeah. had the last month So off. how long have we had off yet? <laughs> um, well, um, I have bumped up to 34 since we last met that's right you had a b-day you are looking more sort of stately in your uh thank you i can't wait for like the net what is it four months until you look as stately as i do yeah and you're 34 as well (laughs) yeah yeah early 30s and what are you now you're mid-30s now do you call it mid-30s i was gonna ask you that am i mid-30s now god i don't like or is next year mid-30s i oh is mid the middle or is it like 34, 35, 36? I think it probably is. I think I've just hit my 30s. Oh, yeah, I think it's true. Oh. I haven't got far to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's depressing. Mid 30s. 34. Well, I have a child. What have you ever done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, man, that's. Um, you have a podcast. I'm like, you have a co host spot on a. On what's a, the greatest achievement I've had since that time? Um. I'm stepfather to a cat. <laughs> um, uh, one day you hope to be father to a cat. Yeah. Buy a new carpet, actually. I think that's the greatest thing I've ever achieved. That is pretty good. I've, bought, I've, I've recarpeted my house. That's, that that that's feels like a real adult achievement. Yeah, that's not something you do in your 20s. That's, no. that's for damn sure. <laughs> that is that is a mid-30s <laughs> achievement. And I, and I just snuck in a few months ahead. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're, and, like old, you're acting older than I am. Yeah, and, and this this year, well, this, this summer, I'll be painting the roof of my house. Well... Get a hire a hubby. Um, Are you going to hire a hubby nah, to do that? Oh uh, no, you'll hire someone. It's dangerous up there. It's second story. Yeah, yeah. But painting the, painting the roof of my house will be another sort of one of those. It's it's they're my greatest achievements there. Oh yeah. If I died just after painting my roof of the house, I'd want that on my obituary. Here lies Anth. Just yeah. painted. Just it's had like, a, had some hire a hubby paint his house. Yeah. <laughs> paint like, his roof. Yeah, greatest achievement. Consider the greatest achievements: uh, recarpeting his house, <laughs> employing someone to, <laughs> to paint his roof. It's like, oh, cool. there we go. I died a happy man. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been meaning to say to you though um, that the car that I bought from you, yeah, great car, uh, just also reached a milestone. What's that? Just ticked over two hundred thousand wow. k's. Wow, it's probably really shot up since you've had it. Yeah, I mean, I drive a lot. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You're a fanatic behind the wheel. And I can only assume that I forward the in, the $400 invoice to you. What was that for? Yeah. Um, something to do with the wheel's going to fall off. 
so they fixed that like brushes and the suspension some rotor stuff which uh, the last time the rotors were checked were when we test drove the car around Auckland yeah that's right and <laughs> and to was, shave the rotor <laughs> yeah it's like the vehicle had was sort of suffering from a stroke it sort of kept shaking and yeah and i think yeah. a steering arm so it's a really good deal it's actually quite a lot of work for four hundred dollars so you should really thank me for getting the price down on that for yeah, I mean, you. Yeah, I commend you for uh, negotiating you know, very, very hard on... Uh, on yeah, I wasn't negotiating that. for me. I just knew the invoice would go to you I as the person who sold me the car. It's yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I sold it with any warranty, though. No, no, you did. You sold it with a warranty. I vividly I, remember I, it. I don't... I don't... Rec- I, I don't. vaguely remember it. I mean, vividly remember yeah, it. Yeah, so that's the problem. I, I vaguely vaguely recall the transaction i admit that it's been some time but so, I, I know absolutely there was no warranty I it was like a 25 year warranty how can you not remember it, like it? it's madness. a massive warranty it seems like madness for someone to do that hmm I, it did that's why i took the deal because it was madness for you to offer me that it was i was ecstatic i was like great i can go get these steering rotors done you shouldn't and- just dream this that this isn't this why would i come up with such an outlandish figure in a dream that's Everyone knows dreams are grounded in reality. I don't know about that. Um, I, I, I just don't see myself being as generous as you suggest. I do. I often I'm not, think... I'm not I, a generous I, person. I'm on actually, the back of this. I mean, if the reason I think you're so generous is because you offered me the warranty. So, are you really going to go back on that? I probably can't, can I? No. All right, I'll, that, um, were my, that's, that was my thoughts. All right, well, I'll just have a check your bank account details and we'll flick that money through. Beautiful. <laughs> and I apologize for the inconvenience I cool. you. And I assume my birthday present's around here somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just need to... <laughs> what else do you got for me? <laughs> shift it around. I tried to offer you that furniture just before. Yeah, you did, actually. Yeah, there you go. I think my wife wants the, the, the um, ottoman. The black thing? Is that an ottoman? Can I say black thing? Um, or was the white thing in the current climate? Probably not. No. So what, what's the, the 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 big one or the little one? The little black one, not the big white oh, one. I just can't get rid of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you want a uh, white, uh, like a side table, side table. Is that what thing? it is? I think it's like a hall table or something like that. It's like yeah, a, isn't it's that like what a side tall, table's called? It's like called? a tall table. I think side table's like next to yourself in a seat. Like a like next to a sofa, ah. a settee next to a settee. There's a word for a, a table that goes in your entranceway. Mm. So something like that. But um, I used to have a TV on it, but the TV went on the wall, and now I don't need it. Ah. What did you do with the stand for the TV? It's currently underneath my chest of drawers. <laughs> Brilliant. There's <laughs> like under the bed. There's a whole lot of random stuff in there. Too. Yeah. Just like eh, put it other way. It's like that um, episode of Friends, which I'm not sure if I like or not, where they find out that Monica has that messy closet. I don't think I like it that much, but um, that's weird. It feels like they were reaching as writers. Yeah. But um, essentially, like I'm, a, I'm a bit of a neat freak. Like, uh, I, I am a bit OCD with cleaning stuff. But if I can stuff it under the bed or something like that and get it out of sight, I'm okay with it. Right. But looking around this room, it's quite organised. It is. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of stuff in the bottom of that cupboard, which is really disorganised. Uh, good. Uh, what's the word? That loops back in on itself. Because what's in that cupboard is Friends on DVD. Friends on DVD. So that very episode you were talking about. Is in there somewhere. (laughs) Um, And a little post-it. A little hidden post-it. 
with audio settings there on is, it. Yeah, that when survived, I forget on the laptop. Yep, it survived the repainting of the studio, <laughs> the egg, egg cartoning of the walls. Yeah, all these egg yeah, cartons. All these great egg cartons. Can't see myself for egg cartons yeah. in here. That's very good, isn't it's it? It's totally worth it, though, like writing off and devaluing a large section of your house so that it sounds better. Yeah, like, but the carpet's great. You're welcome, viewers. Yeah. I mean, listeners. We've got wonderful new carpet in the studio. <laughs> and just egg cartons are plenty. I visited a house where the people had, um, you know, built it, like got it built. It was a new home and they'd paid for it. They didn't build it, but, um, with their own two hands. Yeah. Not, but they paid for it with their own two hands, but not built it with their own two hands. Yeah. Is that, is that a fair assumption? Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair. Um, and I walked in and the carpet was like amazing. Like, it was the sort of carpet where you kind of sink in. Like, it's cushiony. Yeah. The whole house was cushiony. And um, I commented on it, and they said that literally everyone says that. Like, there hasn't been people going to their house that hasn't mentioned how amazing the carpet feels. Be a bitch to vacuum, I reckon. Yeah, it was. It was. They said the the test they had was they had samples from the carpet place, and the test was they could push their hand in it and start to kind of not see their fingers. They get like sucked into it, like yeah. uh, like a vortex or, yeah. a, or a black hole, or quicksand. Or yeah, something. and yeah. that is the first paranormal thing all night. There we go. There we go. <laughs> or day if you're listening during the day. Well, um, now you've hit your mid thirties. Did you celebrate at all, or did you do anything special with? I'm um, just had family over usual afternoon tea family now you're, you've recently made more family i have did, she was uh, there did she get you anything <laughs> she did she did yeah um using her fpos card yeah. no it, that was actually kind of a sad sort of a thing when your baby's first born you get them a birth certificate and stuff but one of the things you get generally is like an ird number Oh, I'm like, oh, that's really depressing. It's like a serial number for your baby, so that you, they, so that the man can tax them, like the tax what do you department. Get, so we had when you when you registered the birth. Yeah. Do you have like Do you have to register the birth? I believe so. You believe? Yeah, I you believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. I believe. <laughs> so you, when they send, do you send it away, or yes. do you do it at the hospital when the? No. Do you send it away in advance? No. <laughs> Because you don't know the baby's born. Like, there would be people that don't know if it's a boy or a girl or what day it arrived. So you couldn't do the paperwork in advance, as organised as you'd want to be. Surely you'd register the baby and then be, they'd be like, they'll email you back. So, right, can you update these details here? <laughs> yeah. Just got these two more fields. So do you... Gender is, and date. So, like, the birthday, right? So, mm. Like, you, the day of her birth or yeah, my birthday? Her birth date. Yeah. Can you choose that? Like, say she, you wanted to change it. Because you didn't like that she was born on the 22nd. You said, I'd rather she was born on the 25th. No. The only way you could do that is you can have an elective C-section no, but like, on a determined day and actually born, have... After right? Is it like, do they like come rushing in and like fill this out to prove this is a real person now? No. That's actually a good point. Like, um, so you who's could... checking that we've put the right date on That's is exactly what you're saying. Right. Exactly right. So you could say, like, yeah. I don't like, I, I, it's like, oh, I don't like that uh, born on the 6th. I want to be the 9th. Yeah. I guess Change. there's medical records, though, saying... But are they cross-referencing that point, this? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good and point. Does there, and, like, how do you... Like, if I wanted to just... Okay, I obviously don't have children. I have no intention to. But if I wanted to fill out a birth certificate, who's stopping me doing it right now? So if I want to fill out a birth certificate for a fictional person... Mm. I'm stopping you right now. Well, here you are. <laughs> 
I, I am tethered to you, <laughs> as we generally do for the podcast, because yeah. I am a flight That's a risk. really good question. You could just yeah. go into birth, deaths, and marriages, the department, the government department, grab a application for birth certificate form, and just fill out all the details with... Uh, yeah, I think so. Like an admin fee. I think it's an admin fee, yeah. So if or I you can pay extra to get the All Blacks logo on it. No. no I'm not kidding. There's no, an All Blacks version. that is yeah. horrific. Isn't it? Isn't oh, it? That is horrific. I'm disgusted. There's some really... I'm disgusted at this country. <laughs> there's some really <laughs> terrible designs. So there's like um, some like bush. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> poor, poor terminology. Some like <laughs> native fauna and flora. <laughs> Um, that you could like you know that's uh i guess illustrated is the word around the um the actual form itself the certificate itself or there's ones with like koru up the side you can judge it up if you want to well you can choose a judged one but to me they looked really templatey and really like kind of date within moments or you can pay extra and get an all blacks one and for those that don't realize all blacks is the name of the national uh, rugby team, na- uh, rugby being the national sport yeah. in New Zealand, and they just lost the other day. So yeah, so to be like, what would what would the analogy be? Like getting a England soccer one, England yeah. football. Think of like the greatest sporting team in your local in your country, in your country, yeah. country and yeah. their logo is on your Emblazoned. birth certificate. Yeah, that is just tragic, man. What would um, America's like most internationally recognized sports team be? Because like they seem to kind of play themselves if you know what i mean play with themselves yeah Yeah, they play with themselves a lot themselves a lot so it's like you couldn't choose any of the nfl teams because they're not they're not no america like what would it be though who's their greatest sporting expert it would have to be like a single player it it would feel like like back in the day like tiger woods would have been like yeah a candidate yeah pre-adultery yeah pre-adultery tiger woods would be up would there. have been up there so yeah. you could pay extra to get yeah what would you what would their biggest team be though um i'm thinking like is it is it like basketball yeah that's where i went as well like but, baseball no but um, like they're kind of more popular as the city's teams yeah like like the lakers are more famous than the u.s basketball team if you know what i mean because the u.s team is only like what every olympics yeah yeah totally um mm. Yeah, it's. It'd be down to individuals, wouldn't it? It'd have it? to be, yeah. It'd have to be individuals. It'd be like Carl Lewis if you were in the 90s and yeah. your child was born. Yeah, you have Venus and Serena batting your baby back with the <laughs> on the tennis court. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it still gets me like this weird thing in how. And I guess maybe if, if you lived in the States, it's probably not weird, but for here, it's very odd, like how your teams move cities, like the Lakers, yeah. right? So. They came from what like was like Michigan or something where there's like lots of lakes. Yeah, that's right. Because there's like a whole lot of great lakes up there. Yep. And they come to LA where it's like dry Mm -hmm. and there aren't lakes. San Francisco Giants used to be the New York Giants in baseball, and that was it's why occasionally you still hear the NFL team called the New York Football Giants. It's like their long name. Yeah. Yeah. So this idea of a team getting up and moving. Yeah, moving is really, really foreign. Yeah, well, it just happened with the um, St. Louis Rams moved to LA. And then the Chargers moved to LA as well. <laughs> and then the Oakland Raiders are like LA Raiders. <laughs> and they're moving to Vegas next year. It's a weird <laughs> little thing. It's so weird. It doesn't yeah. happen no. anywhere else, right? I guess it's just you have uh, private 
ownership of these of these clubs mm. and they move around and they plan they the sell them to another billionaire whereas, friend. yeah exactly yeah whereas like our teams they it's it is the city yeah like with, more than it is the team if you know what i mean like with, with the nrl though that's is that happened in the nrl yeah that's happened well League, where you've got a think. team there's more they tend to merge them yeah. so they used to have western suburbs magpies but also in the west they had um the balmain tigers in western sydney and so they merged them and they're west tigers uh, ah yeah, yeah and so st george um was st george dragons and then illawarra was the illawarra steelers and they merged the st george illawarra dragons yeah it's sort of like if you had like um i don't think they've moved any though I don't think they've moved any yet, but there's always talk of it. Yeah. They tend to kind of rebrand them or... I haven't seen any relocate other than merging. Hmm. It's like you, if you had like the... Like, I don't know. You like had like the Boston Foreman and the Washington <laughs> Redskin, Redskins. <laughs> yeah. And they oh, formed yeah. to be like the Baltimore Foreskin. Something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was the Skin Brothers. <laughs> The famous Skin Brothers. Those four Skin Brothers. Yeah, there was four Skin Brothers. They were quite famous, all blacks. Yeah. So if you're not aware, if you're not aware, yeah. Yeah. The the really key uh, runners of the ball, good penetration, um, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, sort of pull the defence apart and um, <laughs> expose the uh, more tender parts of. Mm. Uh, the uh, the opposition yeah mm. they really mm. shone in wet conditions and they did they did <laughs> yeah and there was what was it was it, was it um, Stuart side table or <laughs> is that the big, big white one or yeah. the little black one <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so lots lots of famous players <laughs> yeah. mm. and mm. stolen material mm. Mm. Um, so you did a family thing for your birthday then what what, yeah. what, what fast food did you have we didn't have fast food. What? It was afternoon tea. It wasn't a thing. Afternoon tea? Yeah. Because it gets too hard. It gets too hard. Like, yeah. there's too many people. Well, not too many. There's a there's a nice big amount of people. So it was just kind of like, come hang out. One thing that was really cool, which reminded me how... Not reminded me, because it only occurred to me when we started recording that I was mid-30s. Oh. But, but, but what it occurred to me was like, I felt like a growing up. Because people were able to come to my house yep. and it, and they were fitted in my big lounge and dining area and there was enough room. My fire was lit. I was feeding people with my food and you had like my the, big TV op- had the sports on yeah. it, that kind of thing. Your offspring was like part of the event. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and you know, prior to this and prior to getting my house, it was always like mum and dad's got the big, you know, event space. <laughs> I guess you call yeah. it, and uh, where which was more suitable for entertaining, so everyone would just go there. So it was kind of cool to be able to have people at my house. I and, I can see I can see exactly I can see exactly where you're landing on this. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's like it's the grown up moment. Yeah, it was a grown up moment. And you were like, we "Should get this carpet done?" <laughs> like, <laughs> no, then see, I, then no, I feel see, like you're growing up. See, that's the thing. I know our carpet's bad, but I'm like, young baby, gonna be on solids carpet under oh, the dining be, table you, you would be mad is it with i would i would you'd be absolutely mad mm. mad with a young a, a young child and potentially there could be more to come i'm not 
I'm not going to suggest something. I'm not trying to encourage you. I'm not trying to further the advancement of your family or the not trying to get me hot and bothered. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get you in the mood because I can't help you out here. I'm not what you, I, I ain't got what you want. But um, it'd be yeah, madness. I imagine there could be more. <laughs> don't imagine too hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I'm picturing it. I mean, what, what's your feeling on poo chat? Can I can I can I can I drop some poo chat for a sec? Um, yeah, like I mean, uh, I, I do clean up. I clean up animal feces. Mm. It's not a hobby, but. Um, I, I don't don't like it's not something I just to be clear I don't want to hear your poo chat yeah I don't seek it out I have my own poo chat then. <laughs> so um, well, I imagine the, this isn't about your poo I imagine this is about no nah, when you have a baby a lot of your poo a lot your volume of poo chat increases dramatically and did you find that amongst other parents because poo chat spew chat sleep chat and boob chat oh skyrocket um okay okay, okay. <laughs> uh poo chat wise uh which which dovetails into carpet was um at poo, cert- poo dovetails into the carpet like do you mean it uh, yeah. isn't that mean it or yeah you'll find out like trotting through the carpet and finding another surprise no so at key milestones in your baby's development um your midwife comes and weighs the baby I don't know if I've told the story or not. I don't think we've done it's a lot been a of poo chat. It's been a bit of time. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, and uh, our midwife came to um, weigh our baby. So we put the scales on the on the dining table. Um, there's carpet in our dining room. And um, you strip the baby nude <gasps> so that they're getting the accurate weight. And um, so strip the baby nude picked her up by kind of one leg and then hand under the head supporting mm-hmm, the neck mm-hmm. and as i transferred baby from change mat to um scales uh poo shot out oh. like like a meter and a half across the Holy room shit! <laughs> <laughs> straight onto the carpet which uh obviously Is there still was, a stain there uh probably if you really look for it oh. there would be because some of those early poos are really milky, milky, right? Like lots of fluid. No, 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 no. They're kind no, of fluid. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. Really early poos are like black, like oh. tar. Oh, what? Why is that? Because it's all the stuff that was in the baby before they started eating. Oh. Um. So, because the baby like is, we go. <laughs> this is so far from paranormal chat. <laughs> the baby's like eating fluid in the womb. And digesting it. So it's kind of like fluidy, scabby, gross, like tar. It's like tar. And and so that shot across the room about a meter and a half. And just as my wife was walking in that general direction and she had to Neo from the Matrix style move out of the way and poo went all over the carpet. And so that was the first sign of me having to just let go of having nice carpet for a while it's like i can't have nice things this is why, <laughs> this I, is why I can't have nice, nice things, things apart from children yeah you a nice child yeah, yeah. she got she's a good child yeah she's very she's just to get it on record she's sitting up now by herself she's very very happy she giggles heaps heaps 
Um, can you remember then the Wi-Fi password yet, or is that still a wee way away? I can't remember the Wi-Fi password. Maybe it's my middle yeah. mid thirties old age. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, yeah, no, nah, it's good. It's good. She's still sleeping really well, so I'm getting every person at work who's been a father or a, even a mother, a parent, I guess is the word I'm looking for, <laughs> um, saying, "Oh, how's your four hours a night sleep going?" And I'm like, "Wouldn't know." She's doing like 8.30 till about 8. So this is, I, I heard this um, with some other colleagues um, this week where they were talking about children. They were mit, uh, they were like just going on and on, moaning about uh, sleeping was a big part of this, right? Yeah. And um, like my instant response when I hear this is, why, why, would you, why do you want to have kids? <laughs> and like... Uh, colleague of mine says oh well i didn't really want to but the wife did so i kind of went along with it wow this is a big undertaking if you didn't want it he's just like oh you know she kind of wanted it so i was like okay i'll go for it mm. I, I wow it just it just he just sounds that's the wrong attitude to me because it's a team effort but he it just really sounds is. miserable with yeah. the whole thing yeah it's it's a massive life decision so you can't just be like oh someone everyone, else's idea everyone kind of agreed and i don't know whether it was just men being men speaking up and yeah trying that, to be, that is one thing is and actually um, they're like yeah <laughs> that's how they feel yeah probably so i mean i mean like I, I can't understand it i still can't understand the some dads even have you, that though. attitude of like um good for you I'll if you want to have that. a kid We'll have one, but you're doing everything. Oh, man. That thing. And I'm like, I can't understand how you could bring a child into the world and not want to help your loved one raise them. Anyway, aliens and that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got... Um, I've, been, I've been watching a couple of um, paranormal docos. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So, um, there is one. Maybe we can do it next week. Okay. Um <laughs> So I think, got I think this is kind of like we're, this. This is the comeback week. We've come back from okay. a few weeks off, and we're just trying to catch up and, and get get back on track. Yep. So casual chat about casual things. Yeah, this is the casual things chat. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm I I want to see if I can um, I don't know like whether we would watch one and then talk about it or whether this um, yeah we did that with um. Bob Lazar. Lazar. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, I really wanted to say Bill Hader, but <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's a, it's a the um, accessibility is the, the issue. Is this on Netflix? It's Amazon on Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. So it's, can handle that. There's a company called oh, the company's called it's a, uh, a production company called Small Town Monsters. Okay. Have you heard of them? No. No. So they do a whole lot of um, docos, and a lot of them are on. Um, Amazon Prime. So we could potentially watch some of these docos. Okay. Um, there's like a Bigfoot one. There's They actually did one on... Um, it's not just In Search Of. No. Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of. No, no, no way. So if you look on Amazon Prime, there's a whole lot of Small Town Monsters docos. Okay. There's like the Bray Road Beast is one I saw. Um, is that there beast with a beast with two backs you keep talking about? <laughs> not, not quite. Oh. <laughs> um... But yeah, there's a whole whole pile of them. Momo, apparently Momo's on here. Momo? Um, there's Marthman. Is that Ogopogo? Marthman. Marthman. Um, and the one oh, I watched I never was... got those Ogopogo t-shirts. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I knew there was something I was supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. 
so there's like yeah there's a whole 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 ton of them so we could maybe watch some of these and and chat chat about them they're quite they're quite good docos the one i watched the other one uh, other day was um like it's called like terror in the skies and it's about um oh you mean air crash investigation i thought it would be and i was watching it on a plane as well okay i think the person next to me it's it's all the title and i was a little bit nervous um but it was about sort of like cryptid uh creatures and it included um a mothman report i see it i'm staring at it you're staring right at it yeah yeah terror in the skies journey to the heartland of the midwest in this new documentary which offers an in-depth look at ongoing phenomenon one of the most recent and popular stories in recent years has been ongoing what and been an ongoing wave of sightings of a red-eyed shapeless creature dubbed the chicago mothman the mothman terror in the skies explores this bizarre case along with others involving because they left a space out even on amazon prime they get typos (laughs) others involving sightings of winged monsters yeah that's good yeah so this could be some easy content (laughs) because you know you know us by now we're just looking for something easy (laughs) like um yeah so just behind the curtain there is actually a, a bit of a script written for a uh a Mothman, a Chicago Mothman story that we can weave into this. Um, but I think it's the last one we'll ever do. <laughs> is it the... Um, is it the... I see there's one on the list here. Um, the Terrible Clockman? Clockman? Clockman. Clockman. And it's a man with a clock for his face? Oh, that's is that on here? That but sounds... I see that it's uh, Shirley Temple's storybook, The Terrible Clockman oh. in colour. <laughs> Is that the same? I think it's the same. I'm going to do one on the clockman. You do the clockman. Yeah, I'll do the clockman. <laughs> I'll play Shirley Temple's character. 51 minutes from 1961. A futuristic fantasy tale of a clockwork monster who comes to life and frightens the inhabitants of a small Swiss town that hate that. They're all about timing. They are. They are. They, they love their watches. Swiss timing? I actually do own a Swiss watch, so I can imagine they'd be quite upset by that. Does that mean it's chocolate or it's cheese? Uh, it's Mattel. <laughs> Mattel. Mattel. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. So, yeah, I think we can... Um, All right. Next week, the Clockman episode. We'll do the Clockman episode. Yep. Easy. I mean, are we now... Is our episodes now planning episodes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. There's a few... So looking on Amazon Prime, we've got Boggy Creek Monster. Yeah. Beast. There was a Flatswood Monster there as well, yep. which Big we've done. Foot Invasion on... She's not ready Flatwoods. We've done that one. Uh, Mothman, mm-hmm. uh, Terror in the Skies, which recently watched, uh, Champ, that's me, Champ, The Beast of Whitehall, is that that one with two backs? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's right, Shirley Temple's storybook, The Terrible Clockman, <laughs> there you go, so they're all there, yeah they're all there, all the important ones, all the best ones, I can't see Momo though, I actually want to see this Momo one, but uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's not Amazon Prime yet, uh, yeah, or maybe, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was since last time, but um, I built a Saturn V. Oh, nice, nice! <laughs> I, I do want to come around and play with your big rocket. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking of breaking it down, and we could just kind of sit it here and work away on it while we're talking. That'd be quite cool. That'd be quite cool. Mm. Um, so I could do that. Yeah. Um, so for those that don't realize, um, I bought it. Did I talk about this? I think you spoke about it on the last one we recorded. Maybe you'd ordered it. So the yeah the we were the rocket about, arrived. We've been talking about moon sheet. Yeah, the rocket arrived on the fifty year anniversary of man setting foot on the moon. 
So naturally, I had to build it that day. You got to do it. I built it that day. Because how would man have got to the moon without the Saturn V? Exactly right. Mm -hmm. So it was a five-hour build for this meter and a half tall uh, Saturn V rocket, and it's awesome. It's just sitting next to my TV. (laughs) But the one problem with it it is I did it all in one go, and now I'm like, well, now what? (laughs) So that's why I'm thinking, like, do I just break it down and build it again? (laughs) Build it again. So maybe I'll bring it in, and we'll do it here. I was thinking of building it again with, like, a time-lapse camera. That'd be cool. Um, that would also yeah. be cool, but again, can't do all the things. No. Nope. Probably want to build it again after we've built it again. <laughs> so, do it all. Do it all. Okay. Yeah. Well, we could work that into a future episode. I've never done Legos before, and I didn't find it that challenging. So, that surprises me. That's one who did Legos my entire childhood. Mm. It's, I guess there were lots of you. There was, there was that, but there was also the justification from... Um, my parents or my mum that if I give you a Lego set and said here's the instructions build a car you don't get to use your imagination mm. so if I gave you a Lego set that had four wheels a steering wheel a bunch of bricks it might come out as something completely different mm. um, so I think there was an angle of that my, as well which fa- has boded well because I'm a, in the in a creative field in now. a creative field problem solving why not my um my favorite actual exactly my favorite thing to do with Lego was just have a whole lot of like random bricks and like build little towns. That that was what happened on my birthday <laughs> this year. Uh, my nieces and nephews all came around and they got one of those. It's like a like a big mat, but the whole outside is a drawstring, mm-hmm. so you can kind of just you know draw the string <laughs> tighten it, it up yeah, and tines it, it up. goes into just a big bag. And yep. so there was just a mountain of Lego. And um, and they all sat around and built it. And then for a while I helped. And yeah, it was cool. Hanging with the nieces and nephews building stuff. Nice, nice. That's good. good Is time. it weird that... Do, do people at Lego say, I've got some Legos? Or just Americans? Just Americans. Yeah, just Americans say, I'm building with Legos. Yeah, I would say your Lego is the product, and Lego blocks are what you're building with. Yeah, you are building with some Lego. Yeah, building with Lego. Building with Lego. Yeah. Hmm. Not Legos. No, it's not Legos. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you think it is? It's, you, anyone thinks it is? It's only. It's only I think Americans, maybe Canadians. I don't know. I'm so. building another Legos at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um the steamboat willy legos is what i'm up to now this is fun and it's got like the whole sh- the whole ship the whole steam ship and inside it is on the bottom is wheels and inside it is all these cogs so in that kind of cartoon style the two chimneys go up and down as oh, you push it along cool. yeah it's pretty cool it's, it's way more challenging actually than the whole 1.5 meter rocket because there's like moving parts and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, there was that Lego for like 15 year olds plus, which is really hard. <laughs> really? Yeah. What, like Technic? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that hard, is it? Yeah, for 15 year olds plus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I've never done it and I'm just starting to dabble in that world of Legos. Oh, here's a slightly paranormal thing. I materialized the Lego set into existence. Yeah. Tell me more, he Tell says. Tell me more. No, <laughs> Um, so on Thursday night, I was Googling last last Thursday night, last Thursday night, that's last Thursday's night. Was it Tuesday? One night this week or last week, one night in the last fortnight. (laughs) I, um, 
I was Googling because I like Disney stuff. And um, I also, I thought it would be quite cool to have a train set run around the bottom of our Christmas tree. Oh, yep, yep. That's, that's really a, good. That's really cool. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's quite a Disney thing. Like, Walt Disney had that. So they sell these amazing elaborate, you know, train sets at Disneyland. And they're always way too big to ship anywhere. So I don't know how people get them home. But um, I was Googling to see if there was any Lego ones because um you love i was legos. into the legos these days you love your legos um and and there wasn't any official ones so i started googling in the knockoff realm to see if there was any disney-esque or even any just trains that have lego things and there's like the hogwarts train um but i don't think it's motorized and there's a bunch of just generic trains that are lego-esque but motorized so i was thinking in that sort of a realm and um having a look at prices and wanting to do the deal on a couple of these things and then went to bed woke up opened my phone first thing in my sosh med feeds was that overnight um lego had just announced the disneyland railroad in lego what? yeah i could oh show God, you my browser is, history that it is, is incredible literally That's... it was that i i was googling it up until the time i went to bed and then overnight they released it so it was their first thing in the morning and so there's a Disneyland railroad with the entire railway station. You know, the first thing you see when you walk into Disneyland. Yes, yes. And then a replica of the actual train that goes around the park. Um, insanely, in- uh, insanely expensive. I thought it would be. <laughs> um, it's like 320 US dollars for this thing. Holy crap. Um, I'm just looking at it for And I now. think it releases September 1 or something like that. Is there that. an image of it? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's um, just Google lego disney railroad and um it'll be there but um yeah literally it was the weirdest thing it it was overnight like i I googled up until about 10 p.m went to bed opened it at 6 a.m and they just announced it while i was sleeping holy crap that is awesome yeah so i don't know new baby down to one income all of those (laughs) things i don't think i don't think it's going to happen for us unless we somehow materialize i win one somehow yeah can you materialize like five hundred dollars i'll just materialize one into my lounge (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah i thought that was really strange eh? that's crazy okay i'll I'll give you that that's our paranormal peak there you go (laughs) there you go yeah um, well, seeing as we hit that paranormal peak, do you want to do a strange and yeah, do wrap you, things up? Do you want to do a strange or do you want me to do a strange? Oh, I'll do a strange. Yes, you had your paranormal story. I'll, okay. I'll do my own. Okay, good. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's got to that time of the pod and your week where <laughs> we take the 1982 Reader's Digest version of Mysteries of the Unexplained. Tony will flick to a rand. It's a hardcover. <laughs> Tony will flick to a random page. I'll tell him when to stop, and he will read one of the paranormal stories from the pages we land on. This is the segment called Get Me me Some some Strange. I'm a flicky. Stop. Okay. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Here's the general banter and padding where Tony figures out which section of the paranormal book he's landed in. Looks like some sort of monster. Good. Um, I'm just gonna double double check. Yeah. This is the. I'm um, flicking over here. Oh, okay, it's not too long. It's not too okay. long. Um, do you want to hear one from April 25, 1977, or early July 1977? April. 
let's do this chronologically. Nearly a year later, um, obviously there was something that goes <laughs> on the previous one. On April 25, 1977, and many thousands of miles away from, we don't know, <laughs> will never be explained, the Japanese fishing vessel Zoyo Maru hauled aboard a huge carcass that no one had been able has been able to identify. It was while trawling for mackerel off the coast of New Zealand what? that the fishermen netted it at a depth of 900 feet, only to discover that they had caught a rotting corpse. Ugh. This isn't paranormal. This isn't paranormal, is it? Uh, Are you going to say huge carcass, a- carcass that no one has been able to identify. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it was just a rotting whale. I actually think it was a rotting whale. <laughs> I think I think they found that out in the, in, uh, later on in, in years gone in years to After come. this book went to print, yeah, because it's 1992. So this book is in its late thirties. <laughs> um, the blob was definitely neither fish nor whale. Uh, Can you tell that book's in its late thirties because it's just recarpeted its house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I'm pretty sure this was actually a whale. <laughs> so, so our paranormal podcast takes a month off, and okay. we come back. That's what we're doing. That's and it. we talk about we talk about bugger all. We plan next week's podcast while recording, and then I talk about how, how I materialized the Disneyland Railroad out of the ether, <laughs> and uh, even our get me some strange turns out to be just a dead whale. Uh, it was a basking basking shark whale corpse. Sorry, basking shark, basking shark corpse. Whale shark, uh, or just basking shark? It says here, basking shark's a thing, not a whale shark. It's a basking shark. Zuyumaru carcass uh, was a basking shark corpse caught by the Japanese uh, fishing trawler off the coast of New Zealand in 1977. The carcass's peculiar appearance led to speculation that it might be the remains of a sea serpent or a prehistoric plesiosaur. Although several scientists insisted it was it was not a fish, whale, or any other mammal, as said in Get Me Some Strange Book, uh, analysis later indicated that it was most likely the carcass of a basking shark. Brilliant. Ah. Oh. How about this? On April 25, 1977, the Japanese trawler, Zoyumaru, sailing east of Christchurch, New Zealand, caught a strange unknown creature. Ah. Nice. Nice. At least for that, we we got a we got a we got a um, Christchurch mention <laughs> hometown <laughs> hometown mention in here. Uh, speaking of uh, local finds, did you see just to tack on something to the end of the pod? Yeah, did you see they found a like. they found penguin remains f- oh, of some new species? Meter penguins or something like that. Yeah, yeah. there's a penguin skeleton like found of a species of penguin that was previously undiscovered. Yeah. Of a 1.6 meter tall penguin. Impressive. Impressive. It's a tall penguin. Also, there was one where they found a meter tall, like, parrot thing, like a kia but giant. Weird. Like mountain parrot. Yeah. That they were excav- excavating just down south of here so for why, 20 why, odd years. Why have like people got taller and animals got shorter over the years? Mm. <laughs> you, don't have to, you don't have to answer if you're not a biologist. I don't have to answer if I'm not a biologist. Yeah. What a, so if I'm not a biologist, if I am a biologist, I have to answer? Yeah. Just. 
and on that note we'll call that another episode of lights in the sky podcast sorry about that yeah <laughs> if, if you can be bothered maybe join us next week um as you know um we've got some cool stuff planned for next week you, you yeah. plan it um yeah we've uh we, yeah we have dropped a few hints and maybe we'll hopefully uh enticed you to come back appetite has been excited let's hit it hit it and quit it all right catch you next week toodaloo